And he's like, oh, there's so many guys here. And I'm like, if I were here by myself, it would be like crickets. There would be no one talking to us. <laughs> hey, everyone, it's Nikki. Do you like to watch TV as much as we do? Obviously, it's a pandemic. What else are you going to do? So join me, Liz, and Blake as we get into this week's episode of the podcast. Hope you're in for a bunch of laughs. Blair is thrilled when her mother chooses her to be the new face of her clothing line. Bad news, Blair. Oh my God, I didn't even notice that that was the title of it. (laughs) All right, ready? Uh, I don't. Who wants to recap? Not me, because mine's going to be all about how Chuck is a douche and how he's dressed like a douche. And before he even opens his mouth, you can tell that he's a douche based on what he's wearing. That's my recap. It doesn't really tell us anything about the episode. So the recap is, so Blair has a dream that she's going to eat breakfast at Tiffany's, but Serena's getting more attention uh, than she is. And that bleeds over into um, her Serena getting more attention from Blair's mom which then somehow spirals into uh, Blair's mom needs a new model for her clothing line. And somehow Serena helps Blair decide she's gonna do it. And then Serena and Blair at the photo shoot and Serena is all sorts of, you know, America's next top model and she's really working it. And she's helping Blair out. So she skips going to the movies with Dan um and then all of the pictures of Blair and Serena Serena's the better model and Blair's too stiff and rigid which is really too bad because Blair's mom tucks her in at night again like she loves her and Chuck is having some sort of end of Ivy Week party in which their former friend played by Sebastian Stan who I think his name is Carter um, is now like a hippie YouTuber and Chuck is trying to battle out the affections of Nate because uh, Nate is leaning towards being friends with Carter, not Chuck. How'd I do? Ta-da! Yay. Okay. So I've decided that when they were hiring people not to cast them but for the crew for the lighting and everything when they were looking for the wardrobe people they must have just been like tell me about all the douches in your life how do you make a character just constantly look like the biggest douche ever to have walked the planet because you can tell that chalk bass is a douche mile away it's even just an air of cockiness about him before he even opens his mouth what the fuck was that basketball I was outfit? just like, gonna say in like the, the gym shorts and like the tank tops like with the cut off sleeves he had the most ridiculous printed t-shirt like the amount of colors and just it, it was like if Ralph Lauren designed uh, a basketball uniform but also mixed with like Tommy Hilfiger sports accessories. Like cross-platform design. You know know who it reminded me of in a really weird way? Dennis Rodman. Billie Eilish. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Because she wears those like 
clothes that are like designer but have lots of prints on them like the yeah. the louis vuitton like yeah. big print thing that whole like look at me i have money yeah yeah you know because somebody in new york might may not be aware that chuck has money i mean he does seem very dead set on making sure everybody knows that yeah. he's got money especially with his whole little speech to nate about like we're we have like everyone we have all this BS. stuff like everyone yeah. wants to be us yeah he just constantly needs to be the center of attention like if nate goes to talk to anybody so he just is like wait me 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 like he's so needy but like why are they even friends uh money i think they're just like the only it, like nate must be the only person that's ever talked to chuck <laughs> but like everyone adores chuck or like at least that's how it's portrayed. I don't know if that's how Chuck portrays it or if that's how like the show. I, I think that's I how know. Chuck interprets it. But um, I don't know. I'm wondering if it's like because, because people that were humongous douchebags, but like were popular. Yeah. Yeah. Or like just, yeah. Cause they go to that school and because he's like the richest guy, like he's the one to be friends. I mean, he throws all those parties. He's clearly throwing them to get, keep people liking him right i yeah. mean he was he was equating ivy week to like rush for like college fraternities like we survived ivy week now can you do this and then 50 pubs and then 500 chances to get laid like he does the math that like at every pub you're going to have approximately 10 chances to get laid but also how can you pub crawl 50 pubs maybe it was an exaggeration you know what with that amount of money you can get a liver transplant after the first 10 that's fine you keep going or maybe that's just how many pubs they were going to be near i mean it is new york city so i suppose yeah um so i've noticed a common theme whenever someone who has disappeared for a significant amount of time just dramatically shows back up it's always in time to crash a party like serena showed up in time to crash Blair's party, oh. like went straight from the train station to the party. And what's his face? Um, I can only think of, I, was, I can only think of his Avengers name. Thank you. He showed up in time to. It looked like he even had like his satchel or his bag with him. Like he had just <laughs> come back from the woods wherever he was to go. It's to the because party. they all follow Gossip girls so they know where the parties are. But also, as Gossip Girl said, is it even a party until somebody crashes? <gasps> Gossip Girl did say that. So then, is I've never it even party. a party until someone crashes? Apparently not, according to Nikki's research. Um, anything else that I had wanted to say that I thought was oh, Blair's mom, that actress, is the first lady in Independence Day. I was trying to place who she was. <laughs> thank um, you. No. Thank you. She's not the first lady. No, she's not. She's dating, what's his face? The guy that I... turns into a fly in a different movie. Oh, she's Jeff Gold. She, that's right. She's like the secretary of state or the press secretary or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yes. That one, that one. Yes. Um, Serena got like 
overly excited to bump into Dan, like screamed across the street, his last name and his first name, like, I love that about New York. We just bump into people. You fucking screamed at him. Like what? You didn't bump into him. And when he, like New York is a giant ass city. Would you just constantly bump into people? Like I'm sure if you leave and go to school near each other, you cross paths a lot. Like you didn't just, it's not like, oh, I haven't seen you in forever. I don't know. I just she did a lot of 180s in this I episode. I hate bumping into people. That would be my least favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> Like, what a nightmare. Bumping into someone when you're not yeah. prepared to, like, talk to them. No, thank you. If I see people I know when I'm out, I, like, hide. Ugh, same. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she totally won 80s. Like, she was not friends with Blair. Now she's all besties and doing everything with her. Like, immediately. Like, immediately friendship prepared. And like, then... we had this heart-to-heart. And then the very next day when you wake up, I'm at your house already. Being like, we have plans all day. We do. No. And then it was like awkward with Dan the last episode, and now she's like, "Oh my god, Dan!" Hey, yeah. Um, and then I'm glad sorry. that we finally know why our beloved Rufy is famous. He's a one-hit wonder. Aww. I'm so glad that we finally get to find that out, and we know a little bit more about Mom now. She's an artist, and he's, who, he's still into her. Yeah, he's still definitely into her. Calls her his wife, even though she lives in Hudson. And he apparently is a, an art curator now of apparently just her art. So, you know, someday someone will be that obsessed with me that they'll only run a museum of my art. Well, I thought the gallery was other artists and that was the only one of hers still left around. Um, Maybe I'm wrong. Cause she made the comment about like, ooh, this is different from everything else. Um, I could be wrong. I doubt it. That seems to fit the storyline more. Hmm. And more clues that Serena and Dan are related to me, just because he totally was like, I dated someone just like Serena once. Yeah, her I'll mom. Like Share some DNA with her. I like that we're getting a little bit more of the backstory of why Blair is such a bitch. And like, I feel mm. bad for her with her mom. The whole, I mean, clearly she just wants to be liked by her mom in the comments about what she eats and how she's sitting and all this and the constant comparison to her friend. But also she's such a bitch. Like, is it one of those because her mom like bullies her, she needs to bully other people. I like need her confidence just bottled up so I can take it. And I wrote down my new favorite insults. You're just a hand model. That's it. I'm going to say that. <laughs> oh my God. Those Blair's friends. Oh my God. I can't even be a hand model. Look at this thing. I'm not even a hand model. Uh, well, then that's going to be my insult to you, Liz. You're not even a hand model. Look at my pretty nails. If I was ever, first of all, I would never be modeling. And if I said to you guys like, hey, I need help. Like help me loosen up and you fucking looked at me and said, act like you're a tiger, I would kill you. I would kill you if that was your response to helping me. Like, let's act like we're tigers. Okay. No. First of all, have you ever seen America's Next Top Model? Because that's actually what you're supposed to do. <laughs> you're supposed to I do these to like ludicrous things and somehow it comes out gorgeous. I used to watch America's Next Top Model religiously. Oh my God, I love so, yes, every second I have of seen it. it. Mm-hmm. Loved every second of it. 
love it, love it. Uh, um, so serious question. Yeah. Blair sleeps with an eye mask. Do you sleep with an eye mask? I used to. I am a terrible sleeper and I've tried everything. Like I've tried sleeping with a fan on. I've tried sleeping with white noise machine. I have bamboo sheets. Like I have room darkening curtains. I have tried everything. For a while, uh, I did try a sleep mask and it just, it bothered me. I didn't care for it. Like it helped me relax less. Oh, interesting. I feel I only like sleep I wouldn't with... be comfortable in it. I guess it depends never... on the tightness of the elastic. There are some, and I've never tried these, but they're like weighted sleep masks. So they're supposed to help like put a tiny, tiny, tiny bit of pressure on your eyes, like not push to hurt them, but like just to kind of like the whole theory of like the weighted blanket on your body to help you relax and reduce stress so you can sleep kind of that way. I don't know. I will tell you the few times I slept with a sleep mask on, I didn't like wake up perfectly still and just move it. Like it was all over the place and not where it was when I put it on to go to sleep. Well, see, I'd be mildly concerned that it would like slip down and like strangle me sometime during the night. What do you, what do you do when you're asleep that you could? Yeah, I feel like the thing that I would have been more concerned about, like, so I have one because I broke my blinds and my curtains are sheer and the neighbors down the hill apparently decided that they need to have their backyard floodlights pointing up. So they go directly into my bedroom window, into my eyes if I sleep facing that way. So I have an eye mask and what I was worried about was the elastic being too tight. And I was gonna like wake up like in pain from the elastic having been dug into me. So I was worried about the opposite of it sliding. <laughs> joking me hmm. yeah they're not my jam I don't mind it mainly because it, it, it's the only way I can sleep on my right side at this point until I stop being lazy yeah speaking of questions you're Dan and Serena has just called you you're in line for the movies and Serena has just called you to be like, oh, sorry, I'm staying at this photo shoot with Blair. Do you still go see the movie? Dan doesn't. He gets up and the guy's like, how many? He goes, none and walks away. Like, would you- I would have called him out of line at the phone call. Like I would have been like, so I'm not seeing this movie. Why am I standing in line? Um, there are a lot of things I can do alone. Like I can go shopping alone. I can run errands alone. I can even sit at a bar alone for a while probably, I mean, not right now, because, you know, pandemic, I could, like, if I brought a book, I definitely go to a coffee shop alone and work and do things. Seeing a movie alone, not in the list of things I would feel comfortable doing. See, I don't, I've never done it. Um, and I don't think I'd do it in that situation, because I'd be too upset. Yeah, but you have to enjoy the movie. I do feel like I could, in theory, like, I've gone out to dinner by myself which is something mm. I never thought I could do. I was traveling somewhere and the person that I had gone to visit was unable to eat dinner with me and I was staying in a hotel and they were like, hey, you should try this place. So I went to the place. That's awesome. Yeah. I get like, 
if seeing a movie, like for people who don't like to do things alone, seeing a movie, like no one notices, no one's looking to be like the person's alone, like everyone's watching the movie, they would notice you more sitting at a table or a bar alone than see, sitting in a movie theater alone. Yeah. So it should be the easiest of the things to do by yourself. Not in my, not in my wheelhouse. I don't, I don't know. I just wouldn't want to because then there's no one. I mean, I guess there's the other people who went and also saw the movie at a later date. But it's almost like you, right after you see a movie with someone is when you talk about it. Like you don't, you don't just text all your friends to be like, hey, I just saw this movie. Have any of you seen it? Want to chat about it? Like, yeah, if like I'm going to watch wanna... a movie by myself, I can do it on my couch. That's exactly what I was going to say. If I want to watch a movie on my own that no one else wants to see or whatever, I'm going to do it on the couch. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess it's not that I wouldn't. It's just like, because I would be awkward that I was by myself because apparently a lot of people see movies by themselves I just wouldn't want to whereas going out to eat by myself that's super brave of you I only can do it like if I'm sitting at a bar like at a hotel because then it's like oh I'm at a hotel uh, clearly I'm traveling for business so of course I'm alone for business um, yeah like <laughs> um all right are we ready um yes. one last thought Oh, you're going to make up ditching a guy for his date by inviting him to a fashion show. No dude wants to go to a fashion show. That's how you make it up to a chick. Unless it's a like, Victoria's oh, Secret fashion show. Right? With the bitchy girl that you ditched him for in the first place. Yes, that he clearly is not a fan of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you Did- just pick a day when you're not hanging out with the bitchy girl that he's not a fan of and also take him to something he wants to do. Let me make it up to you by dragging you to this thing that you have no interest in. You know, you want to take me to a movie, I'll take you to a fashion show. Those are not the same thing. He does have some good, like, insults about people, though. Like, what was, like, I mean, not, this wasn't an insult this time. It was, um, it was a good, like, very mature thought. Um, he said something, he was, when he was talking to his dad about uh, Blair and Serena, and he was dissing on Blair, and then he said, if this is, a person that Serena's friends with, like, do I want to be friends with Serena? And it's one of those, like the company you keep kind of yeah. situations. And he knows it at what, 16? Yeah. I need Dan to be my therapist is really, yeah. I think what's happening here. All right. So at this point in the episode, who do you love and who do you hate? Hate Blair's mom. I'm going to say it. But still, but still I hate Chuck, but still. <laughs> he hasn't and done he anything hate worthy so far this episode so he threw a temper tantrum when pe- when his friend talked to anybody else but him oh i'm chuck <laughs> who do you love nikki dan team dan all right blake who do you love who do you hate in this episode so far loving on dan in this episode so far um and my hate is not for a person necessarily. Well, you know what? It is. My hate is for how easily Blair's mother, who was in love with the idea of her daughter being the model to the point where she defended her until she saw the pictures, just backed down because of those stupid photographer assistant people. They could have she must have a butt ton of money. They could have like used the pictures that had Serena in them too, 
or they could have done another photo shoot and like told her she was being too rigid and been like, see these pictures of you, you're like, start, they could have done something. She could have, she didn't have to give up on her so quickly. So I hate that the whole Waldorf team. Do we know that she's given up on her? She hasn't officially said. No, she hasn't. But thinking as a businesswoman, I think she's given up on her. We're going to find out at the fashion show when Blair's not in it and she puts all the clothes on Serena. That's my guess. Liz, who do you love? Who do you hate? I love Serena. I can't help it. And I. <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? I love Rufus. Yeah, Rufus. I love Rufus. He is so wise. He gives Dan such good advice. He's a great dad. Um, and I hate Blair. Yeah. She's right. being a major bitch. And I know that, you know, she's got some family issues. And so that might be insecurities. Yeah, that you know, there are probably actual reasons behind why she's being a bitch, but she's still being a bitch. She is. Um, so Serena and Blair um have a thing because Serena is doing the photo shoot without Blair and she didn't know and blah 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 and then Blair and Dan have a moment in the stairwell where we find out that Dan's mom left but his dad and sister are kind of in denial and then we see Nate playing poker and he loses a bunch of money and it turns out that guy Carter set him up but Chuck turns out to be the good guy and saves the day and puts up his ball and watch which that guy Carter had taken basically says keep it and then we're like whoa he's actually a good guy for once and then Nate is trying to get the money back and finds out that his bank account trust fund has been drained and it was his dad so that's drama and then Blair's mom sucks and Serena and Blair steal the mom's clothes and go have fun on the town takeaways I had from this part of the episode. So Rufy and Lily totally definitely did it way back in the day when they shouldn't have. 100%. Also, we learned Mrs. Rufus's name. It's Allison. Allison. Allison Rufus. Allison Rufus. (laughs) I believe it's Humphrey. No. (laughs) Mrs. Rufus. Allison. Allison's no friends. And she used to wear slip dresses and Doc Martens. That fits the time frame of fashion. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago, yeah. Um, I want you guys to know I'm connecting so hard with Blair in this episode. I, yes, this part of the episode, I liked her more, except when Dan walked over and she immediately insulted him like what the what the fuck Blair like this guy is coming to check on you not because your friend sent him but because even though he doesn't really know you he's coming to check on you and you're still like rah, 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 rah. I really liked her insult though <laughs> something about a tetanus shot normally I wouldn't be this close to you without a tetanus shot <laughs> it was good um, um keeping that in my um 
that whole like Blair and Dan conversation, again, solidified that I need Dan to be my, my therapist, but also are Dan and Blair going to end up dating? I think I've seen it somewhere on the internet. I was, I was feeling a connection thing there. I was I feeling to, that. Yeah. I, um, earlier when Serena was like, how, when, how am I supposed to say it to my best friend or to the guy that I like? And I wanted to be like, the guy that you like, can you tell your actions that? Because you don't act like you like him. You blew him yeah. off. You yell at him. Like, how is he supposed to know that you like him? What, Oh, well, and they like got in a fight and they weren't talking and now all of a sudden they're, I missed, I mean, I know that he was like, hey, in the last episode, he was like, oh, hey, I'm, I didn't know that thing about your brother, but like Serena's very forgiving. Like people are like, oops, my B and She's yeah. like, yeah, we're besties now. <laughs> but also, she and Dan seem to have a lot of like relationship issues for two people who are not in a relationship. Like, I'm yeah. going to be your best friend, or I'm going to, even though you blew me off, I'm going to come check up on you the next day. Also, yeah. she, she invited him to a fashion show. That was not a fashion show. No, it was a photo shoot. Those are two very, very, very different things. Did we just miss here? I don't, I, we all misheard fashion show? It's possible. I feel like Chuck was played by the Grinch in the second half of this episode because his heart grew like three sizes. I didn't even know Chuck had a heart and somehow it grew three sizes. I have in all caps, was Chuck the good guy and Chuck to the rescue. He saved Nate, his bestie his his bromance nate, nate and chuck bromance i'm shipping it didn't the card that way i when he when chuck opened the drawer and saw his watch and the baseball were missing i was like oh carter totally took that like yeah okay. i didn't see him screwing nate over that bad and nate's trust fund being drained do you think that's because he kind of pushed back on his dad about where he wants to go to school? I, it's gotta be because he like, didn't do the whole Dartmouth thing. Yeah. I didn't know if it was that or the whole, um, him kind of pushing back on dating Blair because he seems to be over Blair as well. Oh yeah. So it's probably like dad being like, oh, hey, do you like all these things that you can yeah. do? Get in line. <laughs> or, yeah. That, yeah, those are the, the stand out things to me. I think that Ruthie and Lily definitely did it. Mm. That I think Dan and Blair are gonna do it. And that Chuck apparently has a heart. Didn't know that. I'm really, like that was a really redeemable moment for Chuck. I was like, okay, the writers of the show realized that everybody hated Chuck Bass and they were like- I, I mean, Liz is literally speechless over it of Chuck having <laughs> part right now. Liz is the most speechless human at how kind <laughs> that Chuck was. She's like, I told you so that you would eventually like him. And now she has no words to say. Yeah. Um, my only other thing that I was saying was um, 
just I'm glad that there's more evidence to support my Eric is both Dan and Serena's brother theory. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. And then my complaint for the second half of the episode was, oh my God, they're 15. How can they gamble? The show is insane. And who the fuck lets kids write an IOU? And then, of course, um, you know, it was really a sting. It was a bust. Yeah. Which, again, Chuck saved the day. Didn't see that happen. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's why they were letting 15-year-olds gamble, clearly, because it was a bust. Who do you love? Who do you hate? In that second half, I never thought that I would say this, but I think I had a love moment for a one Mr. Chuck Bass because he just he just rescued his friend from and he's probably going to continue to rescue him now that he's cut off I bet like Nate's going to permanently live with Chuck now and they're going to be super yeah. bros that's like that's his couch that's where he lives now um okay who do you hate and I hate I don't I don't think like so I see what you're saying about Chuck Bass I don't think I can say I love him I tolerate him I loved him in that second half of the episode there wasn't really that anyone moment, that I liked in the second half of that episode so um in that moment but I feel like for you know I can't there's there's too many things against Chuck Bass I tolerated him. I temporarily tolerated him. I, I'm going to say I love Dan because he went, even though he was invited to the world's worst makeup date, and then they got in a fight and he easily could have fucking pieced out and been like, this isn't worth it. I'm not in a relationship with her. He goes to check on the friend out of the goodness of his heart. He goes to check on her, even when she's a bitch. And it's like, even though I invited you, yeah. here, I can't handle this right now. I just, Dan, team Dan all the way he yeah he's definitely a, a, a character i'm gonna enjoy have you gotten over your shock of chuck having a heart are you ready are you ready to speak or are you still taking a moment to recover from that um she's bad i hate blair's mom yes blair's mom is the worst she's a see you next tuesday and who who do you love? He is indeed. Um, I love Nate. What did Nate do that was so lovable in this episode? I don't know. I'm just feeling for him. Like he gets in a bind and he realizes he messed up and he wants to pay Chuck back. And I don't want to say I love Chuck because I don't, because Chuck did awful, awful things. So loving Nate is kind of like the next best thing. Cause I can't say I love Serena again, because I've said that like every time. <laughs> this time not lovable. I, I, and like, he does, he wants to be his own person, but his dad wants him to be who he wants him to be. And he just found out his trust fund is gone. I just, I don't know, feel for him. He's cute. And he's cute. Um, my very big, important 
follow-up question to this whole episode is, can we wear coordinating outfits and run around the city taking pictures together? I'm busy yeah. that day. Okay. <laughs> what if it's the Duke Gardens? We can't go out in public. There's a pandemic. We'll wear masks. I don't know. We won't get within six feet of anybody. <laughs> Liz is going to do it with me. She said yes immediately. I will be the photographer. Okay. Really? I just would have thought that was going to, I would have thought it was going to be the other way around. I thought you were going to say yes and Liz was going to say no. Until next time. We didn't say no. anything that was like the name of the episode this time. Do you know what I'm weirdly sad about? There were no popped collars. Yeah, but there was that one basketball jersey that he was wearing. Oh, that's right. You're right. You're right. That, that's okay. You're right. I'm sorry. That's right. We need to dedicate 20 minutes to you making fun of that basketball jersey. I just, I feel like there should be a chunk of time every episode where I just go on my rant about whatever the fuck Chuck Bass is wearing. It'll be the, the halftime section. And now Nikki's words on Chuck's clothing. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. All right. Well, it's been a pleasure. Gonna buy Liz a, a wireless it has. signal booster. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We hope you enjoyed listening to us talk about the show and you had a few laughs. We will see you again next week.